Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Johnny Ballpark Franks uh, does afternoons on WNSR in uh, Smashville. You've heard him on the bench before. I've been on his show. Good guy. How you doing, Ballpark? Life is good. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. You too, brother. So I, I thought that, uh, you know, I bet on them yesterday, the Titans. I took them. Um, and uh, I was very excited uh, to see the way uh, they responded on the road. Division game in Indy. It was huge. The game was tight. It was tied. Next thing you know, uh, they get it done, like two quick scores, and it was over. And they went at 31-17. Very impressive. Three in a row now, five of six, and Tannehill's just absolutely rolling. That's right. Since Ryan Tannehill has taken over as a starting quarterback, he's 5-1, and one, and he's been doing great, especially when the Titans get in the red zone. Uh, they don't settle for field goals. They score touchdowns. And, and between Ryan Tannehill and then Derrick Henry doing the Derrick Henry things that we kind of have grown accustomed to, I mean, since the start of 2017, he's just under 3,000 rushing yards on, uh, during that span. He's already has over 2,900 yards rushing, and uh, he's been very special as well. And and now here we are going into the month of December, four games to go after the win against Indianapolis yesterday, and the opportunity is there for the Titans as far as taking the AFC South. They still have two meetings with Houston, uh, which right now going into this week, uh, they have the one-game edge over the Titans, so everything's in place for the Titans. If they take care of business, they can take control of the AFC South. So they actually, you know, with Henry, I think in those three wins, all three of them, he led the NFL in rushing, and he did it again yesterday with that performance uh, in Indianapolis. What do you think's been the difference for him? Is it up front with the line? Why is he uh, just exploding like that? Well, we saw this out of Derrick Henry when he was at Alabama. The more carries he gets, uh, especially when we get into the second half, you can tell when he gets the extra carries, uh, he starts getting a better yards per carry average, and he punishes the defensive players as well, and he kind of wears them down. He's got a chance to do something against Oakland on uh, Sunday that's never happened before in the NFL. He could become the first player in NFL history with at least 145 yards rushing and one rushing touchdown. He's done it three straight. Nobody in the NFL has ever done it four consecutive games. He has a chance to do that on Sunday in Oakland. Do you think that they can uh, go on the road and keep this momentum going and win that game? Well, here's the thing. The Titans so far this year, 500 team on the road, three for three. But the Oakland Raiders, I mean, they are solid at home. They're four and one. I I really, you know, I look back uh, about a month and a half ago and I looked at the schedule and of all the games, I had two circled Kansas City uh, back last month on November 10th. And I had this one circled. If the Titans were still in contention, this was going to be the key game because it certainly has implications with regards if you're competing for one of the wild card spots. Uh, it could come into an effect as far as the tiebreakers, as far as conference records. But it's tough going from the East Coast to the West Coast. 
And and plus, it's just a tough venue for the Titans anyway uh, in games played in Oakland. So it's not going to be easy for the Titans on Sunday. You know, they uh, if they can win an Indy in a divisional game, I, I just don't see why they can't beat the Raiders. You know, I wish the Oakland Raiders had had a winning streak or something. The fact that they've lost two straight, uh, that probably bothers me the most about the Raiders uh, because, you know, this team, as far as the Raiders going into the two losses, remember, they had won five out of their last seven, so they've been hot. I, I don't know if the – I mean, from, something tells me the Raiders aren't going to stay down for long, and they still have some fight left in them, and they still have things to play for as well. I mean, they're 6-6. Six and six. You know, it's not out of the realm of possibility for the Raiders to play themselves into a playoff spot as well. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. You know, it's the late game on uh, one of the late games on Sunday afternoon, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. This, to me, will be the separation between are we talking about a real threat as far as the playoffs for the, from a Titans perspective, or are they just flirting with an 8-8, eight and 9-7 eight, and seven kind of record? So, uh, Johnny Ballpark Franks is with us from WNSR in Nashville. Uh, Tannehill, since he got that job, has just tore it up. And, I mean, it's the end of uh, Mariota as we know him, right? Like, tell me what you think the future holds here for uh, both of them. I, you know, because we think Tannehill stays, and then they might draft a, a quarterback and, and put him under his wing, and that uh, Mariota's toast. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, I feel like Marcus Mariota's days are numbered here in Nashville. Uh, who knows? Maybe the, a new venue somewhere else will give him uh, a new opportunity. But Ryan Tannehill, I mean, he, and, and, you know, when the Titans made the move in the offseason and, and traded for Ryan Tannehill, I just honestly felt, and I said it then, and, and I kept saying it even before the season began, it was just a matter of time for Ryan Tannehill to take over as far as running that offense. And, you know, for me, I think it really, you know, you go back to 2016 when Marcus Mariota's uh, season came to an end uh, in the next to last game of the season with the, uh, the fracture in his leg. I just felt like Marcus Mariota has never really truly been the same since then. But, you know, something about Ryan Tannehill, you could just tell by even when he was waiting for the opportunity early on, he was paying attention he was ready. He just felt like whenever his name was called, he was ready to take over the reins of that offense, and he certainly has made the most of that opportunity since he was named the starter. Uh, there's no doubt. Uh, Johnny Ballpark, Frank's with us again on the bench. So uh, that defense isn't too uh, shabby either. Evans, Ryan, uh, guys, uh, you know, Casey, they've all been getting to the quarterback, and they are, you know, pretty impressive for a bunch of no-names that really nobody ever talks about the Tennessee Titans on a national level. And, you know, even on Sundays, they're playing this great football every week, and they're kicking everybody's ass, and, you know, they're fighting for a playoff spot, but you never hear anybody talking about them. What about this defense of theirs? Well, the defense, honestly, it in even when Marcus Mariota was the, the starting quarterback, the defense – kept the Titans in ball games. I mean, they're eighth in the NFL as far as points allowed per contest. And so it is when you have a defense like that, you don't need a lot of productivity as far as from an offensive standpoint. As you mentioned yesterday, game was tied 17 all. Uh, here's Adam Vinatieri uh, getting ready to attempt a field goal that would have given the Colts a three-point lead. Uh, it gets blocked, returned for a touchdown by the Titans, and then they score again. I mean, the Colts had a 17-7 to lead 
in that ball game yesterday before uh, the Tennessee Titans scored 24 unanswered points. I got to tell you, uh, they're in it. And the thing is, uh, like Pittsburgh, seven and five as well, and they have uh, more wins in the AFC. So I, I take it the Titans are really what their focus is, is the division. It's not the Steelers, but that's the reality of what they're in is it's kind of a, a two-horse race. They got to deal with, with both of those situations because uh, they want to win the division, but if they don't, they have, to, they have to catch the Steelers. Isn't that about right? That's right, and, it's, and that's why when you look at the, the Titans' schedule in their four remaining games at Oakland this week, uh, next week, they host Houston for one of their two meetings remaining with Houston. And then in between, by the way, uh, Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints are coming to Nashville on December 22nd. So the, the next four games, not easy for the Titans. And in the fact, right now, they lose in a lot of the tiebreakers. And so if you, if you have to lose one of these four, if you're the Titans, uh, make it against the Saints because you need that you know, that extra win in the uh, conference uh, battle as far as tiebreakers. So Oakland would be nice. And, hey, it's okay to go ahead and sweep Houston as well with these two games. What do they think of, uh, like, Vrabel in that town? Is everybody kind of high on him right now because they're winning, or do they like him overall? (laughs) It's just like, uh, you know, waking up in the morning and the sun's out and then the sun goes down. Every week is a different story. Right now, you can certainly feel good about where the Titans are with the three-game winning streak and and knowing that two came against division opponents. One was against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Uh, but it's been an up-and-down kind of thing uh, where a lot of the fans disgruntled at times, especially with uh, from an offensive standpoint. Uh, right now, things are good. Uh, I don't, it's once again, it's one of these things where check in with us again uh, next week and we'll see where we stand with the way the, the fans feel about Mike Vrabel. So, uh, AJ Brown's kind of been a, a star for them catching a rock. Uh, is everybody uh, excited about what he's doing? I love what he brings to the table, the rookie out of Ole Miss. He's been a very special player. And one of the things that makes Ryan Tannehill extra special. A lot of times quarterbacks find their favorite receiver and they lock in on that particular guy. Ryan Tannehill is keeping a lot of his receivers, a lot of his weapons happy in the sense that, you know, he's unpredictable. He doesn't just settle on one guy or two guys. He works the ball around, which obviously when you do that and you have a threat like Derrick Henry at any time can break a long touchdown run. It keeps the defenses honest that he goes up against week in and week out. So uh, what's the deal with the Predators these days? Uh, Well, luckily for the Nashville Predators, there's still uh, 50-plus games to go. They they struggled through a long losing streak in the month of November uh, on a from a negative standpoint. If you look at it from the glass uh, half empty, uh, they're next to last in the division. If you look at it from a positive standpoint, forget about St. Louis right now. St. Louis with the, uh, you know, running away with things right now inside the division. But with that said, despite the long losing streak in the month of November, the Predators with the next three games at home here in Nashville or Smashville, as you'd like to call as well, uh, the Predators only six points out of second. And so at this point, it's important for the Nashville Predators just to build some momentum, get some consistency you know, put together two or three wins in a row and, and, and try to put what happened in November behind them. Do you think they can uh, beat Tampa tomorrow night at home? I mean, they haven't been playing well either. They've dropped, I think, three in a row going into that game. I, I think they're 
frankly, a, a, on paper, on ice, they're a better team than the Predators. Well, on paper, yes. And but here's the thing: both of these teams, as I, you know, the ironic part is, you know, you're talking about, you know, the last two years. These are the two teams that won the President's Trophy, and you know, both of these teams off to. The, the, the weird thing about the Nashville Predators, they started the season on a very high note before they went into that losing streak. But, yes, certainly if you're a fan of either Tampa Bay or the Nashville Predators, this is not where you want to be at this point. Uh, but both of these teams have the potential to reel off of, you know, several consecutive wins and, and put together two hot streaks at the same time. Uh, if you're a fan of Nashville, you want the – Lightning well, have to wait another game. I mean, uh, can you believe, honestly, Johnny, Johnny Ballpark Franks with us from Nashville on uh, NSR, do you believe that, like, from the Stanley Cup Finals losing to the Penguins, where they've fallen? I mean, they've, like, you know, it's crazy, but we've seen this happen to teams that, frankly, make the finals and then they disappear off the face of the earth. That's kind of what's happened to the Predators. I can't even believe it with that great goalie they have. Well, and the thing is, you know, they had triple digits as far as points last year, and they just could not make a run as far as once they got into the playoffs. And and we go back to a, a solid beginning in October. November was not kind to the Nashville Predators, but it's a long season, and it's and they have too much talent. Uh, they have uh, too many weapons, and and you, you they have a lot of strength there as far as from a goalie standpoint as well. It's just a matter of time that you're hoping, if you're a fan of the Preds, uh, for them to be able to put all this together and, and establish that chemistry again. Johnny, you're the man. Always good to have you on the bench, brother. I'm glad you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, good having you on tonight. Thanks for coming on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you again. Merry Christmas to all of you. All right, Johnny Ballpark Franks from WNSR uh, in Nashville. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.